There's no doubt that the game has changed, and we are changing with it. Welcome to Season 2, because in this season, it is all about how we become and stay operational. How we're ready for every moment of our life on and off the job. I'm your host, Jeff Bandman. Thanks for joining me, and let's get down to it. All right, welcome to Season 2, Mindset Radio. I'm excited to be back with you. And I'm really excited about this new format. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. So listen, we're going to get right down to it today because in these Monday's episodes on these teachbacks, we're going to be talking for about 30 minutes to deliver you really great content. So break out your notepad, mark the seasons where you need to take some lessons and by all means, hop over to obmindset.com backslash mindset radio. The show notes are up there. The key points from today's conversation are up there. And make sure that you are joining me in our Facebook group. That's facebook.com backslash groups backslash mindset radio, or go to facebook.com slash opmindset. Join the group and get involved in the conversation because we're going to go even deeper in particular areas, ask questions. This is an opportunity to learn and improve, which is the core of having an operational mindset. So lesson one, being operational. Listen, this was an interesting conversation that unfolded over season one in a lot of ways with a bunch of different people that I had. And You know, I kind of did some self-reflection. I had some other conversations and and collectively amongst the group of us, what we found were there were times where we weren't operational. If we were totally honest with ourselves, totally available was there. The truth was we weren't operational in one way, shape or form. Now, for me, I think for a long time, I kind of relied on my tactical ability, my knowledge, my, you know, ability to kind of go out and create and make things happen. But in the grand scheme of things, if I really kind of did the strip down, stand in front of the mirror, hang myself out there, make the assessment, was I 100% completely operational? The answer is no. My physicality lacked a little bit. What I've now learned is my emotional stability and capability lacked a little bit. There were things lacking. There were gaps in the systems and areas that I could have improved to really bring something new to the table and operate at the level that I really wanted to operate at. And so that's what we're going to look at today is what does it mean to be operational? Like what does it look like, feel like, smell like, taste like to be operational? And I want to clarify right up front, when I talk about being operational, you know, a lot of times we get so focused on our work, like that's, you know, it's all about the job and the reality is it's not, it's all about life and it's about the ability to transition and move through my life the way I need to, to be able to be operational on the job and be operational off the job. And those look like two very different people at times. And so we're going to talk about through the course of the seasons and the episodes, how we manage that, how we transition, how I have 
a great relationship when I'm not on the job or a great life when I'm not on the job with friends, family, kids, spouses, whatever, and how I can be 100% dedicated and fully operational on the job and ready for whatever life's thrown at me. I mean, all you have to do is watch your Facebook feed today, listen to the radio, see the news. The game has changed like it has elevated significantly. When I redesigned a lot of the scenario development programs back when I was at the agency and for others, there were three core factors that I always looked at on how to, well, stress the shit out of somebody, right? How to really trigger somebody. And those three things were made up of the environment's complexity, intensity, and diversity, right? Because I could measure all three of those separately. I could look at the level of intensity that I wanted to ramp up or bring down because there's really stressors at either end of intensity, the level of complexity, how confusing was the environment, how many variables were in the environment, how many things did I, was I able to put into play at different times, and then the diversity, like how many different challenging points were there? What was the diversity in the environment that caused, you know, a lot of disconnect at times? And so those were my dial knobs always for when I designed a scenario, when I designed a program, I would dial those at different speeds to get different reactions to really assess how somebody could perform in a given environment. Today, let me tell you something. I'm a firm believer that the level of intensity, complexity, and diversity has risen to a point that we have to be on our game 24-7. And I, if you're listening to this, I think you're probably a believer in that. I mean, it's just the way it goes right now. And so the question really is, how do I create a sustainable life and a sustainable capability in those contexts? And so today, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through what I've created is what I like to call the six operational pillars. You know, when we look at what a column or a pillar is like from a structural element, right? Because we're, we're building something here. So that element is really designed from a compression standpoint. It's designed to sit on a very strong foundation, which we've talked about and we'll talk about how to build, how to shore up, how to maintain, but then hold the weight of whatever's on top as well. So if you think about your operational life, foundation, your knowledge, your skills, your ability, some of your experience, like those things build the foundation for you to be able to operate in a given environment, right? And then if we look at the what's stacked on top, what comes on top, that's the situation at hand. That's the environment. That's the work and the challenges we deal with and the things that we face. And so what gives us the ability to really shoulder and carry the weight of how things are today is when we are structurally sound and build some very particular pillars or columns that help us understand how to get there. You know, I mean, when you look at the operational mindset program, I don't know if any of the, I'm sure some of that have sat in my class or sat in any of my talks have taken the program, right? If you know me, you know, it's about kind of going beneath the surface, right? I like to find 
the point of origin of performance really in anything. That's what my, it's the name of the game for me. That's just the way it is. And over my time span in study and operations and looking at this, right, it's really kind of beginning to understand the set of behavioral patterns that exist that are driven by our experiences and our uh, learning and what's come about and then how that begins to shape us for operating really under any condition. And I mean, I know as well as you know, you're going to have to be able to go from a possible shooting to, you know, holding a kid in your arms. I mean, the, the, the daily transitions that you have to face are significant. And so really my commitment to you is to give you everything I can possibly give you in order to strengthen you for what's coming right? For the day in and day out that you face, that you have to deal with, and the challenges that come up from time to time, personally and professionally. So when we look at this, like what does having an operational mindset mean in some variety of ways? I mean, you know, mindset is a term that's kind of been thrown out there now in a lot of ways that personally I can't stand. There's not a lot of meat on the bone for people to talk about mindset in a lot of ways and you know what's the drivers behind that and so when we begin to look at this we really want to understand how we take the time to prepare ourselves for the events that will come but we're able to prepare ourselves in a way without fear or worry or self-doubt or biases right we spend time investing in ourselves physically mentally and emotionally right we need to build kind of the full cycle of wellness. And that's, you know, that's not a foreign topic today like it was 10 or 20 years ago. The idea of understanding wellness and fitness and strength and ability in all quadrants, that's the name of the game these days, right? We know that I ha- that we have to be mentally, physically, and emotionally strong in order to really operate the way we want to operate and be successful in it. And so that's where this entire program has grown and developed to. I mean, if you look at, I've got every slide that I've ever taught to include, I've even got the yellow pad that I taught the first operational mindset course with like 20 years ago. I had like 20 minutes to get up and give a talk. And I've got my notes from that, that, uh, that first class. And so this program has always evolved and will continue to evolve. And I think that's what I learned from season one was to understand, okay, how do we begin to break this down into actionable points, right? What do I do with it? You know, people say to me, hey, Jeff, that's great knowledge. Now what do I do? And so I think that that's where this season is going to be focused on teaching on Mondays, great conversation on Wednesdays, and then kind of a wrap up AAR with the team on Fridays to say, hey, does this really work or not? And so that's what you can begin to expect from us. But as we go through here, when I look back and combining the the years of experience across the fire service, military, my time at the agency, my time training, teaching and developing others in the performance world, my time geeking out into heart rate variability and the scientific evidence behind why we do what we do when we do it all that stuff, right? When I begin to look at that, here's what I was able to extract. And this is what I want to share with you today. And the show notes are up on the site. So make sure you swing back by and check those out. And by the way, be in action, 
get in the freaking Facebook group and start a conversation with me. The Facebook group is there for you, not me. So get in and start talking. So let's get down to it. Six crucial aspects of maintaining an operational mindset and being operational, six of them. And the way I refer to them is as our six operational pillars, because they are the, they are the space between our foundation and what we face. And so that's the frame of reference. That's the mental image I want you to create in your head right now is that you're building six core pillars that will, that will hold you up against anything that comes your way. All right. So let's get into them. Number one, physical condition. So there's clearly a lot out there around physicality, physical condition, physical conditioning. There's no doubt that if you're listening to this podcast, you're operating an environment that you need to be physically prepared for. That just goes without saying. But I also know what happens is we may have been that way one time or one point in our careers or maintained it for a little while, but in the busyness of life, that can slip. That can begin to kind of slide off a little bit and we can slack off on there a little bit. And so I want to define what I mean by physical condition with you. And this is a personal assessment. Don't be pointing fingers or looking around because while you may be fit today, that box of donuts is staring at you around the corner, okay? So let's define what physical condition is as it relates to my operational pillars and an operational mindset. Physical condition. Here's the thing. You are in the physical condition necessary to meet the rigors and demands and expectations of your profession, whether you're in the military, the law enforcement world, the fire service, EMS, emergency management, security professional, contractor, doesn't matter. I'm not talking about the standards that are laid out by somebody. I'm not talking about the must-dos laid out by the department or the organization. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about you literally stripping down, standing naked in front of a mirror, doing whatever it is you need to do, but getting very real with yourself and asking yourself, am I in the physical condition necessary to meet the rigors, demands, and expectations of my job? Can I work a house fire for three or four hours? Can I climb the side of a mountain during a friggin' mountain fire? Can I chase somebody down? Can I get involved in a fight and sustain that fight for as long as I need to until help comes? Like, am I physically capable of meeting the demands that are expected of me in my job? And if the answer is no, then what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do to start taking actions to do that? And if you are, great. And here's the other thing I would say, you know, that's a great frame of reference for how you train, for why you train. You know, it's not just about going to the gym and pumping iron, right? The training today is highly job specific. And so putting yourself in the physical conditions and, and pushing yourself in your workouts and et cetera, to build that physical conditioning is absolutely paramount. And there's a ton of great resources out there for you to do that. Okay. So pillar one, physical condition. And it is really a key base for this because if there's anything I've learned, your physical ability, how you are physically will impact and stretch into everything else. So number two, 
The second pillar is mental acuity. You see, you develop your mental acuity through study, through research, analysis, reviews, after action reviews, reading reports, getting involved in really deep dive, healthy conversation, sharing stories, telling stories, listening to stories from others, and really taking advantage of every moment as an opportunity to learn and what I like to say, expand your assets. Knowledge is such a key asset for you, right? Understanding is such a key asset for you. And so when you look at every moment, every little detail, every little conversation, every little experience, you take the time to go do some research, you read that after action report, you talk to the guys that were there, you talk to the people that were at the incident to learn from them. Every moment is an opportunity to learn, to really take something from and build those assets. See, you learn how to sharpen your awareness and your decision-making ability as a finely tuned machine, right? That finely oiled machine that just runs clean. When you start to expand your mental acuity, you're really sharpening two things. One, the awareness, because you've got to have the awareness to what's taking place that then impacts your decision-making ability. And so that's part of it. And then the last piece to your mental acuity is you're able to mentally transition quickly from one situation to the next, right? From one moment to the next moment that I can understand what's happening now, shift and totally come clean to the next moment, not carry that in. You know, if I've just come from a high speed pursuit or whatever it may be, the situation will change rapidly. I need to be prepared for each of those changes. And that's that core mental acuity. That's that ability to shift and move and be flexible in the environment. And so that's pillar number two, mental acuity. Now, pillar number three, one that we don't talk about enough and the conversation's growing around. And so don't turn it off. But pillar number three is your emotional stability. So this is a big one because your emotions are really an inner feeling that then drive an action or a behavior. Okay? So it's important to really understand how you capture a level of emotional stability. So first thing you do is you do the work that gets the shit out of your way, right? You actually take the time to recognize that from your life, all of us, we all have shit, we all have garbage, we all have things that we carry or we've seen or we've done that we don't love or impact us in a certain way. Just recognizing that, a number one step, right? We all have it. And if you were walking around going, oh no, I'm good, you're full of shit, because uh, come sit with me. We'll find it, I promise you. So really the emotional stability is first off, doing the work that gets, in, that gets the things out of the way. You deal with what comes up and you learn from the fundamental aspects that create a new level of emotional intelligence. You know, we've got a couple guests coming on to talk about EI, talk about emotional intelligence, talk about how it, it works for you, it exists, what you do with it, how you become more self-aware, more aware of others, all these core aspects, right? But it starts to build this stable point so that you become the one 
who is bringing calm to chaos. I mean, we live in a world of sheer chaos. You can't stop it. You can't turn the switch. It's not going to turn off. It's not going to go away. We operate in chaos. And it's our responsibility to be emotionally stable so that we are the ones bringing the calm to the chaos. That's truly one of the most important aspects of the entire operational mindset platform that I could impart to you that I've learned over 30 years of experience that I've seen done really well. I personally have fallen on my face about over time and time and time again. It is such an important aspect. And so just as with your mental acuity, when you're emotionally stable, you're able to rapidly transition your emotional state from one situation to the next. So not only am I cognitively aware of what's happening, but I'm emotionally stable to the environment I'm in, to the situation I'm dealing with. You know, I may be amped up and ramped up from something and I can't carry that into this because then I'm creating an impact on this particular environment. And you'll really see how that works next week when we start talking about awareness and we start diving into some particular aspects of things. So pillar number three, emotional stability. Don't run and hide from it. Just deal with it. Believe me, you will be much better off. Your performance will go through the roof. Your personal life will become fairly easy. I can't promise you what your personal life is going to be, but believe me, it will become a whole lot easier when you have this emotional stability to transition from moment to moment. So top three pillars, physical condition, mental acuity, emotional stability. Now, the next three. The next three pillars are what we're always solving for in the math equation of operational mindset. And these to me are so, so, so important. These are like underpinning, underlying, fundamental traits that you build and create over time. You're not born with them. They don't show up. If you're not working on them every single day, you're going to lose them. They are diminishing skills. They are perishable skills. They will go away. And so they're absolutely critical. And it's why I included them in these pillars, because it's truly the essence of operating at an entire different level. So number four, the number four operational pillar is comfort. You've heard me talk about it a bunch. If you've read anything I've written, if you've listened to any of the shows, if you've been in any of my classes, you've heard me talk about this a lot. And really what comfort shows up as is, is you have gained the ability to be comfortable in the most uncomfortable situations imaginable, meaning you can be there. You can be present in the face of whatever. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm not saying you're going to feel great about it, but you can exist in the most uncomfortable situations imaginable. You're willing to be pushed outside of the, what I like to call the quote unquote zone of normal and willing to take a look at things in a new perspective. You don't get locked into a way it should be or has to be. You're always seeking out ways to expand your bandwidth, which we'll talk about in episodes to come and your zone of tolerance in order to reach a point of things feeling familiar. 
And so that comes through some, ta- some very tactical and practical skills that we'll teach over time. But your comfort in the environment is really connected to how familiar that environment is to you. And I'm here to tell you, you don't have to physically be there to create that. Okay? So pillar number four, comfort. It's a big piece. I need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. That's what it is. I need to be okay in the situations I've found myself in. Because remember, if I'm emotionally stable, I'm the guy bringing calm to chaos. So I've got to be comfortable in that environment. Pillar number five is my confidence. Absolutely confidence with faith. So when I am confident, I am confident in my own abilities, my own training, my own experience. And most importantly, I'm confident that I can figure it out, that I can work the problem as it is to find a solution. That when everything else falls apart, I can figure it out. And I trust that the situation I'm in, I'm in for a reason. And while I may not know the exact answer or the exact method, I will figure it out. That's really what that operational confidence looks like. It's like, okay, holy shit, everything's gone wrong. What do we do now? That's why I always say, you know, mindset is kind of easy. Mindset is, or uh, training is easy, right? Training is like when everything goes right. Mindset's the ability to prevail when everything goes to shit, when everything goes wrong, when everything falls apart. What are you going to do then? That's that confidence piece. And then the sixth pillar that goes right along with it, which is absolutely paramount to success for the pillars above, is creativity. So creativity, you know, it's, you have the, you have the creativity necessary to work that problem. Like we just talked about the confidence to say, Hey, I can do this. Then I need the creativity to work it, to look outside of the normal boundaries and not let whatever the problem is in front of me, work me. Right? So you're going to work the problem. You're not going to let the problem work you. You don't come with the answers. You come in search of the answers. You come to find the answer because in each moment, the answer is there. And if you're not open, if you're not comfortable, if you're not confident, you'll never see it. You're not bringing creativity to the table. You won't see what you need to do. You'll just be running your head against the wall the entire time. And so you don't allow history to dictate your actions, but you allow history to guide your actions. You allow your training and your experience and the things that you've learned over time and captured over time to guide your next action, to not be your next action. And that's a pretty big distinction to get fully, the full depth of, the full understanding around. Is it's not, I'm not gonna do it as I always have done it because this situation will always be different. So I always need to be ready to bring a new solution or a new answer or a new method to. But history gives me kind of a basis to operate from. And really, when I exist as creative, I'm willing to humble myself in a particular moment in order to accomplish the mission. I'm willing to set aside the way I think it should be or the way I think it has to be or the way that it's always gone or whatever 
in order to accomplish the mission at hand. So six pillars, physical condition, mental acuity, emotional stability, comfort, confidence, and creativity. That's what we're working on from this moment forward. We're gonna work on those six pillars to build them, enhance them, and make them strong as they can possibly be. Because I'm a big believer, and we can argue about it, and if you wanna come on a Friday episode, please come on and we can argue. But these six pillars are non-negotiable. They are pillars for a reason because they are structural strongholds and stability for your operational mindset, as well as your ability to become and stay operational. And know this, it will always be a work in progress. There's no destination, no end game when it comes to maintaining an operational mindset. There's no finish line, no goal, no buzzer. And there sure as hell are no timeouts. Circumstances will change and you have to have the adaptive nature to adjust the pillars as you move through your life and your career. So that's your Monday morning lesson. That's today's topic, the six operationals. How do I be operational? How do I become operational? How do I stay operational? I examine my physical condition. I put my ass in the condition it needs to be in to meet the rigors and demands and expectations of my job. I take every opportunity to learn and enhance my mental acuity so I'm able to transition cognitively from one moment to the next. I'm willing to take on and do what I need to do to enhance my emotional stability so I can emotionally transition from one moment to the next. So I can be cop, or policeman, or police officer, or firefighter, or fireman, or whatever you want to call yourself, or operator, or Navy SEAL, or Army Ranger, whatever it is. I can be fully what I need to be in those moments, and I can be mom, or I can be dad, I can be husband, I can be wife, I can be son, I can be brother, I can be sister, I can be those things. That's my emotional stability. And then through the process, I'm going to enhance my comfort, my confidence, and my creativity so I can meet whatever the situation holds, work the problem, find the solution, and operate at an entirely different level. All right, that's your Monday session, six operational pillars. Make sure you swing by outmindset.com backslash mindset radio, pick up the show notes, everything's there for you to review. Don't forget, jump into the Facebook group, facebook.com backslash groups, backslash mindset radio. Just come on by the Op Mindset page, jump into the group, get involved in the conversation. I want to thank Brute Force Training for sponsoring this episode. Listen, number one of my six operational pillars, physical condition. To me, there's really no better tool and no better system and no better way to put yourself in the physical condition necessary to meet the rigors and demands of your job than using and working that sandbag. It's a phenomenal tool and it's a phenomenal program. So head over to BruteForceTraining.com. That's BruteForceTraining.com. If you don't already have a sandbag, pick one up. If you do have a sandbag, work your game to elevate to the next. Make sure you tune in Wednesday. I've got Mark Briggs, former soldier, former police officer, amazing human being, likes to lift heavy shit these days. It's a great conversation with some great stories and really a very practical way to understand how I apply the pillars into my operational life. So thanks again for listening. If this is your first time joining us, 
Thank you so much. If you need to, go back, catch season one. Well worth it. Listen to some of those conversations. As always, my biggest request, download, subscribe, and do me a favor. Take just a minute, rate and review the episode. Give us the stars that you think we need and leave us a comment as well. Like let other people know what this is. And if you want to share this out, great. You can catch me on Instagram on Mindset06Actual or the show page at Mindset Radio. Thanks for listening. That's your Monday. I'll be back with you on Wednesday. Really looking forward to it and truly excited about this season.